This video is the fourth of a five video series we shot at Frederick Douglass High School, one of the top programs in Kentucky. This one on wide receiver play by Evander Harris, three keys to all around receiver play. Great detail in here, an incredible staff over there at Frederick Douglass. If you want to see this one or anything else we've created, check us out at clinic.chiefpigskin.com. get started. My name is Evander Harris. I am the wide receiver coach and offensive coordinator here at Frederick Douglass High School um, and I'm going to be presenting on the three keys to all-around wide receiver play. Um, wanted to first start with our motto this upcoming year which is trust. Uh, this is one thing that I you know kind of instill in my wide receivers is um, not only do you have to trust those around you uh, playing football but you know, the quarterback's got to be able to trust you to be in your spot. Running backs have to be able to trust you to make your blocks. Um, and so that's something that, you know, we have kind of taught here uh, for a long time. Uh, I wanted to thank Chief Pigskin for having me today, uh, allowing me to share this message uh, with the country. Um, and we'll jump right into it. So uh, my general philosophy on playing wide receiver, it's all about the mentality, first and foremost. You have to believe that you are the best athlete on the field no matter who you're going against have this mantra of you can't be guarded. Nobody can guard you. Uh, you have to have big playability. No matter what the route is, no matter what it uh, asks you to do, every catch you make is a touchdown. Every block you make is going to spring a touchdown. And then we've tried to uh, instill this football IQ in, in identifying coverages, understanding um, if this guy lines up this way, this is what it's going to be. Um, and then you have to bring a physicality to the game, right? So um, every ball is mine. So the ball's up in the air, it's yours. Uh, and every block is engaging. You got to be between your man and the ball. So the three keys that I always preach to my wide receivers uh, to make them all around great football players uh, is fire off, fast feet, and you got to finish. So we'll start with firing off. What that means is having a good stance, right? So you're going to have your eyes on the defense, then your eyes on the ball. The ball sends us uh, no cadence, no claps, nothing. The ball is what sends us. You're going to load 70 to 80% of your weight on the front foot, and this is going to take reps to get comfortable. Okay, everybody's going to have kind of their own comfortable stance. Um, I try and teach my guys 70 to 80%. This eliminates false steps, and you got to have your hands up ready to box. Okay, uh, if corners are going to come in and press, if outside linebackers are going to try and get hands on, you got to have those hands up uh, and ready to, ready to box. Uh, this fire off is, is definitely an effort thing. It takes no talent. You know, you could take anyone from any uh, ability range, teach them, teach them a good stance, teach them a good fire off, um, and it, it has nothing to do with their ability, everything to do with their effort. And then last but not least, something that I tell all my guys is everything's a go until it's not, right? So you fire off that ball hard, okay, you push everything to the route depth, make those DBs think that it's a, a go ball until it's not. So some of the drills that we work uh, would be our uh, stance start drill, so you see they've got nice body lean here, okay, trying to eliminate those false steps, going on the ball, not on any claps or set huts, nothing like that, okay, so we work those, all right, you'll notice here I say, okay, you got to press corner, so let's put those hands up, ready to box, then we go to an inside release, okay, so we work two 
really three releases, okay, an inside, outside, and vertical stem. <clears throat> so you move them off the hash, tell them they got to get back on their landmark, which is the uh, yard line. Again, you can do all of this within, you know, 10, 15 yards. Uh, so if space is an issue, right? Now you've got a good foot fire come to balance. Okay, if you notice the top guy up there, he kind of takes that front foot, goes back first. We want to eliminate that. That's what I consider a false step. But you can see in his natural body lean, one of them's up, eyes up, engaged, watching the defense. The other one's kind of over here. You're not going to be able to see any um, either, you know, right before the snap or post-snap adjustments if you've got that body lean. So we want that big chest, okay, bend at the knees, not necessarily at the hips, so that you can still keep those eyes up, all right? We've got a slide release here by um, <clears throat> the guy closest to us, where he's just kind of sliding to that inside position and then getting to his landmark and finishing the rep. All right, here is a bad example, okay? Notice how much ground is lost by this close receiver, okay? He's going backwards, which is a no-go. You've already lost a yard before you've gained anything, okay? And that's one thing that we tell our receivers is, right? You've got to press the defense and make them wrong, right? With your release, okay, DB coaches all across the country are telling your guys, okay, if he lines up here, you do this, you get in this position. Well, your release has to make him wrong. But if you're going backwards, you've now kind of made it easier on him to read you and see what you're going to do. So the guy at top does a good job of really pressing the DB's feet, getting on his landmark and see now you have an extra yard that the guy at the top is, is accelerating through. So he's going to get into that break faster. Uh, he's going to get to that route, get to that block, whatever we called him to do on the play. Then we go outside release, same thing. Again, they're working as if it's off coverage. Notice how their hands are down there. They're comfortable there. I'm okay with that if it's off coverage. Obviously, if it's press coverage, you want those hands up ready to box. Okay, fast foot fire and go. All right, so here's kind of where we make our money on this. So right here, uh, notice up at the top, we had a really skilled wide receiver um, who was really great at getting on DB's toes. So he's going to run a post route. He's going to fire off the ball, okay, eliminate all false steps. We got some motion to try and influence safeties. By eight yards, he's made the DB wrong. Okay, again, we know that he's running a post. All right, in this post, the DB is playing him outside as if he's going to run a go, or what we call an MOR. He sticks his foot in the ground, crosses his face, and he's wide open. Okay, um, and all that stems from firing off the ball. Notice how he takes off and the DB is still in his back pedal, and before the DB can blink, he's there ready to go. Okay. Very similar thing here. This is what we call kind of a, a read release. And so, um, again, I talk about having your eyes up, seeing the defense. We've got a go, okay, what we call an MOR by this receiver at the top. Okay, we're going to run a, a key screen to try and influence this corner to come down. He noticed that the middle of the field is open. That's how we identify coverage, middle field open versus middle field closed. Okay, he sees that the middle of the field's open. He knows he's got to get to the numbers in order to stay away from that safety. So he does a little read release, okay, acts like he's going to block, gets to the numbers, wide open, away from the safety, 
touchdown. Big play and a big time moment. Okay, uh, this was a playoff game with a state championship berth on the line. So uh, we had run these kind of now screens or what we call a key screen, quick screen, uh, where this you know first lead receiver goes out and blocks the corner. Okay, so then we made a halftime adjustment and said, okay, we're going to come back to this and then go out, stalk, and go. So he does this little read release, boom, accelerates, wide open. All right, same thing here. Okay, this was in the state championship. Notice these two wide receivers at the bottom both have a very similar release that leads them to stick at the same time, okay, cross the face of the DB, and it all starts from the fire off. All right, same thing here. Firing off the ball hard, pressing those DBs. DBs want to come down inside the box for run fits, whatever. You fire off, cross their face, wide open, touchdown. Now we'll look at when that goes wrong, okay? When you don't fire off the ball, what happens? So uh, we have a little RPO called here with a flat concept. The guy at the top of the screen decides to take this play off, leaves his brother high and dry to get cracked by the corner, okay? Again, perfect read by the quarterback, great execution by the slot receiver, okay? But because my top wideout decides to take this play off, it's the difference between a completion and maybe even a touchdown and an incompletion, okay? Same thing here, watch the guy at the top of the screen. He decides to kind of run a fake now screen even though it's not to his side. The guy he's supposed to be blocking hawks down the running back. Force fumble on the 15 yard line. We were going in for a score to put this team away. Okay, and because he doesn't do his job, he takes that playoff, doesn't fire off the ball as he's taught. Okay, the corner is able to make a play and stop our momentum. So next phase would be fast feet. Okay, I have this mantra that slow feet don't eat. All right, you may have heard that before. Agility and quickness, I think, are skills that can be taught. Okay, they can learn them, practice them, uh, things that they can do in, in very short amounts of time. Um, I teach a two-step for every route. Uh, we'll, we'll look at the cone drill um, here in a second that kind of teaches that. So every single route is a one-two, okay? Depending on which way you're breaking, your left or right foot's gonna be one or two, okay? Uh, and by having fast feet and staying within the framework of your body, okay, you're able to get in and out of breaks really quickly, uh, which then puts your defense um, kind of uh, in a back pedal or in, a, in an awkward position. And this also leads to our speed scallop strike block progression. So we'll talk about blocking here as well. I take a lot of pride in our blocking. Um, as an offense, we, we have a goal every single week to have five pancakes, and I challenge my receivers to have at least two of those. Okay, so we'll talk about speed, scallop, strike. Those are the three words uh, that teach our block progression. So first is our four cone drill. You've probably seen this done a million different ways, okay, teaching them to get in and out of breaks. Okay, notice how at the top of this, he plants outside the framework here. Notice how that right leg is outside of his body, okay, which forces him to slip, and not be as efficient in and out of his break, okay? So we teach everything within your shoulders, right? Nose over toes and your breaks happen within your shoulders. Anytime they get out is when the slips happen, okay? We watch this guy, 
Okay, he's going through. Notice how his hands are dead at the top. Okay, when your hands die, your feet die. He corrects it on this one, gets much quicker out of his break. Okay, sinks his hips, one, two. Ball, go score, get two feet inbounds. All right, then we reverse it the other way. Again, much better at the top there, keeping his feet within the framework of his body. Okay, again, what that means is between your shoulders. All right, we don't want to get everything way out here and get a real wide stance. That's when you slip, especially when you're moving, you know, at top speed. Okay, right here, stays within the framework. Probably one too many steps here, but it's okay. All right, this is something that we teach in spring practice, all right, when we rep multiple times. These are kind of our everyday drills or EDDs. Uh, so by the time we get in game form, we're ready, all right? Here's where we're going to start our speed scallop strike. So we start with the scallop strike. Scallop just means hot feet, okay, and strike. Uh, you're going thumbs up, trying to get right under those armpits. I tell my kids, act like you're picking up a baby, all right? And so ball sends you scallop, and then you give a verbal strike. Notice how the hands are nice and high. Okay, we get another one here. He's a little bit too high, all right? And his hands are flat against the chest, okay? When you're doing this, all right, you have no power. When you're here, now you've engaged your biceps and you can turn however you want. All right, so that would be the coaching point on this rep. Okay, stay low. Um, if you have shoots, you know, the PVC shoots, uh, this would be a great rep. Uh, if you put them underneath PVC shoots to where they really got to sink their hips, bend their knees, eyes up, okay? And then again, we want to pick up the baby with our thumbs up, grabbing cloth. Does a great job here with the fast feet. I'll go back to that. Does a great job here with the fast feet, but notice how they die through contact. All right, we'll see a clip here in a second where if your feet die on contact, your block dies with it. Okay, so we want to continue those fast feet through the block so that when that guy inevitably tries to shed your block, get off your block, you can move with him and you don't get beat across your face. Then we'll add the speed element to it. Okay, so we send the DB back in a back pedal. As soon as the DB's feet die or as soon as he starts coming forward, I want my feet to die, meaning I don't want to start gaining ground. So you'll notice on this rep, this player is gaining ground. Okay, again, we'll see here on film what that translates to, and that's missed blocks. All right, you don't want to gain too much ground. This is a really good rep by this player. Okay, notice how DB's feet die. He immediately sinks his hips, keeps those feet moving through contact. Really good rep. All right, the next progression of that, would be sending the DB one way or another. Obviously, DBs are going to try and avoid to the ball. And so we want to teach his feet die, my feet die, and I'm going to shuffle and just stay in front of him. Okay? We get a little bit of crossover here. I don't love that his feet are crossing over one another. Okay? You think in basketball terms, right? if you're playing man defense and your feet cross over, that's when you get crossed over. And so I want him to sit down, fast feet, and just kind of shuffle with him, stay in front. When he breaks that plane, Okay, it's probably going to be a holding call when you're outside the shoulder pads like that. So you really want to fire those hands, okay, strike at the shoulder pads. 
Okay. Here's another rep where you can see he crosses over bad right here. Right? If the DB decides to plant his foot in the ground at this moment, the receiver's done. Okay? So again, sink those hips, shuffle, and stay in front, then make contact. Again, you notice that the hands are flat here. Okay? You have no bicep help there. You want to turn them in, feel those biceps engage, and that's where you get your push. So here's a really good rep of this. Again, we saw the flat RPO earlier where my number one, Decided not to fire off the ball. The number one here does a great job firing off the ball. Okay, pushes that DB back. Catch the flat. Now you don't have somebody in your face. Okay, and notice how the block, he's between his man and the ball carrier. All right, for a 40-something yard gain on a two-yard pass. Quarterbacks love those, right? We love the yak. Okay, and it's all set up by my guy firing off, having fast feet through the block, and staying between his man and the ball. All right, again here, we have a little jet sweep going, okay, trying to get to the outside. We've got our slot receiver, okay, who's responsible for the outside backer. He does a good job staying between here. My outside receiver is responsible for what we call MDM, most dangerous man. He's identifying pre-snap. Hey, this safety's way over here, so he's probably not going to be the most dangerous man, so I'm going to go to corner. Now, if, you know, the DBs roll to some kind of cover three or – this guy bails and the safety comes down. That becomes our new most dangerous man. But again, that's all about identification pre-snap, all right, which is why we have to have our eyes up, then eyes on the ball, okay? Slot receiver does a good job staying between the linebacker and his man. He's there, okay? Again, yes, safety comes down and gets some pressure, but that's seven yards down the field. Okay, you show me an offensive coordinator who doesn't like seven yards minimum every game, I'll show you a liar. Okay, we have a really good athlete in space, makes one guy miss. I think it's second and 17, and we get 20. Okay. Next, we did a lot of compressed set stuff, so we were asking our receivers to kind of block bigger guys. So here, it's really important, you know, that scallop strike drill that I showed you at the very beginning of the block progression, okay? If that guy's up in your face, let's say he's pressed or he's, you know, here uh, in this compressed look, we're going to lend a hand by my inside guy. And notice how my outside guy now is engaged. I'd like to have that left hand inside, okay? But notice how he's fighting. He gets it inside and finishes the block for a touchdown. So again, number three and number 12 here do a really good job. Okay, we seal the edge, lend a hand with number three. Okay, our, our number two receiver right here, he's jersey number three. Lends a hand to help the tackle out, then climbs the safety. Okay, because of these two blocks, now we've sprung for a touchdown. Okay, super important, especially around the goal line, uh, if you're going to do any compressed set stuff to teach those aiming points. You can see that lend a hand there. All right, another thing, we're doing a quick screen here. All right, we teach double teams up to next most dangerous man. So these two, you're going to see both approach this linebacker. All right, one of them is going to take it over, and the other one's going to climb either to safety or linebacker, whoever's first. They misjudge the speed of the linebacker, okay, but it's all right because we've got an athlete out there. Notice how my number one receiver out here is battling, okay, staying between his man and the ball. We make one guy miss. 
We've got our number two receiver blocking his guy out of bounds. All right, great play, bringing our running back for a big game. Again, this is that same exact play that you just saw in the last clip. Okay, I want you to watch eyes here. Okay, on my number two receiver out here, his feet die at the top. Should be an easy block, guys, eight yards off. If he scallops his feet right here, his feet die. Guy crosses his face. Luckily, we have a really good athlete who makes a bunch of dudes miss here, and it's a, you know, helps. It's a blessing to have that. Okay, but that ball should have been dead five yards behind the line of scrimmage, and it's because of one guy. All right, so take pride in blocking. All right, especially if you don't have the freak athletes that can make 11 dudes miss on one play, like we're blessed to have here at Douglas. Okay, blocking is huge. This should not have been this hard of a gain for this running back. Okay, again, you can see it here. It's a really good clip. Eyes on number two. Safety comes down. His feet die. My feet should die. I should be patient. But instead, I get beat across my face. Should be a loss. Okay, that player, um, again, is, is really talented and kind of made some dudes miss. So, last but not least is the finish. Okay, everything we're finishing. And this starts in practice. So, every ball you catch, you give me a five-yard burst. Okay, every block, you're blocking through the whistle, not to the whistle, okay? Um, when you finish your routes, you're coming back to the ball. You're attacking it. If, the, if it's a go ball, okay, and you've got somebody in your face, go up and get that thing, all right? Uh, when you finish blocks, this is something we've kind of tried to adopt from our O-line, which is this tap-out mentality, right? You know, first and second and third quarter, all right, you've got to have this ability to just keep wailing on people so that in the fourth quarter, they're done, all right? And this, you know, starts kind of in that in that box area but can also be spread contagiously uh, to your receivers and if they have that tap out mentality okay it goes a long way you know that really springs your five yard runs and the 50 yard runs all right and is super important to that big play so something that I like to do um, in terms of finishing your routes is a little competition 1v1 okay getting around the the cones notice they're also working their outside releases here Okay, so they start inside the trash can, outside release, get around it, fast feet, and finish. Okay, so this is kind of incorporating all three phases. Again, what I like to do in these competitions is there's a winner and there's a loser, just like in a football game. Winner moves on, okay? Loser's got five push-ups or up-downs or whatever, make it, make it fun. We'll also kind of reward the winners with Gatorades or... Uh, you know, whatever it may be, a certificate at the end of the week, all right, for those athletes. Um, now, here we go. Again, same kind of drill, but now they're, instead of competing, they're finishing through, all right, they're working their outside releases here or inside releases, depending on, you know, what your focus is and how you teach it. I make the space really small so that they can't run into each other and makes every single step worth it. Again, you notice... Drop ball here by the guy on the right. He's got five push-ups. All right, they know that. That's something that's expected of them. Um, anytime there's a ball on the ground, they have five push-ups, whether it was a bad ball or not. Again, same thing. Very similar. Now they're not competing against one another. They're just working those releases, coming back to the ball downhill. Okay. We'll also do some drills over the shoulder catches, right? 
trying to shield that DB. This is a bad rep, right? If there's a DB right on his back, okay, that ball is probably incomplete. Same thing here. He doesn't accelerate through the ball. All right, then we go to our go up and get it phase where ball's underthrown slightly. Go up, snatch the ball, rip it away from the DB. Again, same thing here, underthrown, snatch it. Now, if you want to save legs, okay, here's another way that you can do it to where they're not running so much. Okay, so you put a guy in front of them to simulate the DB, ball's underthrown, catch, snatch, turn your back to him. All right. Really easy to incorporate as an everyday drill, okay? We do this with our DBs as well, okay, where they're competing against DBs. So he's got to track it, go up and get it. Now, the coaching point here, you want to catch it at the highest point on your way up, okay, at that very top of your jump. He's catching it on the way down, okay? That's really easy for a DB to rip through the hands and incomplete pass it. Okay, so this next rep is kind of a prime example of catch, top, snatch it away. All right, so talking about the finishes, right, we catch a screen here, put your head down and run, okay, then it becomes a foot race. So you got to finish every single play. This was a negative two-yard completion for like a 55-yard touchdown. Again, that's a mentality thing. That's finishing every single. It would have been really easy for this guy to see the safety coming on pursuit and stop running. Would have been really easy, but he didn't, okay? Because this, this young man understood what it meant to finish, right? Right here, he's bending out like he's taught, get to the numbers and go vertical. It could have been really easy for him to see this safety on a pursuit angle and cut back, right? But instead, he decided to put his head down and run and take off and make this DB wrong. And he does. Okay? Same thing here. What I want to focus on on this clip, not so much the catch, but look at my backside slot receiver, this guy right here. Okay? You keep your eyes on him. He's responsible for backside safety. He fires off. He takes a great angle, sinks his hips, fast feet, and he finishes. All he has to do is between his man and the ball, and it's a touchdown. Yes, this was a fantastic throw by the quarterback, great job by my left tackle sealing that corner, okay? But at the end of the day, this is a 12-yard gain maybe if that guy takes the playoff. He doesn't finish, okay? It's maybe a 12-yard gain, maybe, which is good, right? But if you really want to be excellent, you want to be great, it's these, what we call tiny details, mini details, okay, that make the difference between a good play and a great play. All right, now again, working that trash can drill, okay, uh, coming back to the ball, here we have a kind of curl flat concept. My receiver down at the bottom here comes back to the ball finds the window, makes the catch, gets upfield. Again, converts a big third down play in our own minus eight yard line, minus 10 yard line. That's huge, right? Converting those plays is the difference between great field position for the opposing team and continuing that drive. All right, very similar play on this next clip where we have that curl flat. 
Okay, watch the guy at the bottom of the screen. Finds the window, starts at the 20, catches the ball back on the 25 because he comes back to the ball, works back in that window. Again, big third down conversion. We needed it. He made the play because of the drills he was taught. You can see it from here too, okay, where he works in that window. I don't know where my cameraman was going. All right. On the goal line, what does it mean to finish? So, again, we have an RPO here. We're taught read the defense. Okay, we got a little slant coming, all right? If he doesn't read the defense and he runs it like a true slant, this guy probably picks it off. But instead, he runs it more vertical, what we call a skinnier slant, okay? Watch the fire off, gets on the DB's toes, sticks, stays skinny, touchdown. Again, if he stays flatter, that's either a pick or he's getting his head taken off by that safety that's in the middle of the end zone. All right, but he stays skinny right in between. Again, that's pre-snap identification. He knew right now that he's keeping it skinny. Okay, you can see his eyes. Okay, go from safety to ball. And it ends up six points, good guys. Then the last clip, maybe one of my favorite plays from this past year. Again, a simple six-yard hitch route out of empty. Okay, watch my middle slot receiver here, catches the ball, makes one dude miss, gets to the outside, got all of his brothers running with him, got an escort to the end zone, and you love to see it. Again, a six-yard hitch, but because he decided to finish the play, okay, and his teammate decided to run with him, it's a touchdown. All right, so if you fire off, you have fast feet and you can finish, you can be an excellent all-around wide receiver. Okay, I'll end with my contact in, in, information, all right, some resources that I've used. All right, so feel free to email me, follow me on Twitter. Okay, those last four are, are Twitter accounts that I follow and I use for drills and, and advice regularly. Okay, uh, so if you're big on, on Twitter, which I highly suggest you are, because uh, that's how a lot of these, you know, athletes communicate nowadays, and that's kind of what they're about. Uh, you know, give them a follow. You never know what you're going to learn. I actually took that trash can drill where they're coming back to the ball uh, from receiver school, okay? Um, and that's kind of what, what football is all about, right? Borrowing things and, and tweaking it to, to your ability. So, uh, again, I appreciate Chief Pigskin. Um, thank you for uh, you all paying attention today. And if you have any questions, holler at me. Thank you.